Hello, and once again, welcome back to The Dispatch. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm here to bring light to a very interesting turn of events. I'm referring to the first two weeks of Joseph R. Biden's presidency. They most certainly have been full of twists and turns, unexpected moves, and bold decisions. We'll cover all of this and more after a short message. By the way, if you haven't noticed already, I'm coming down with a little bit of the sniffles, so sorry in advance. Hello! I just wanted to take a moment to thank all of you for listening in and supporting the podcast. Even just listening to me babble on about whatever happened in the last two weeks is seriously appreciated. I certainly wouldn't be able to be nearly as successful as I have been if it weren't for you listeners out there. So if you've been sticking with me so far, all I can say is thank you and get ready for some fantastic new episodes coming out very soon. But before we can even wonder what the next episodes are going to be about, we're going to talk about what's been going on at the Capitol for the past 14 days. And surprisingly, there's not a whole lot. So far, it's only been two weeks since his inauguration, but President Biden has already signed over 30 executive orders, starting with undoing almost all that President Trump had done during his time in office, then following up with an extensive set of plans to begin to grab hold and decrease the number of COVID-19 cases, as well as address the newly appeared strand that has already hit the United States. President Biden recently signed several executive orders designed to combat some major climate changes, pun intended, that have appeared during the last presidency. These orders focus on several major issues plaguing our world, pun again intended, such as climate change, social justice-related decisions such as systemic racism, and of course focusing on changes in the infrastructure of the way we've handled the virus and prioritizing scientific research and getting out the vaccines to everyone as soon as possible. The orders elevate climate change as a national security concern and pave way for the reestablishment of the president's Council of Advisors of Science and Technology. The president also signed an order that halted all construction of the Keystone XL pipeline, which was set to pass through both Fort Peck Reservation in the state of Montana and the Rosebud Indian Reservation in South Dakota. Biden's administration doubled down on this by suspending new drilling permits on federal land and waters for up to 60 days. In President Biden's first day in office, he had the United States rejoin the Paris Agreement, which is an international treaty that focuses mainly on climate change, greenhouse gas emissions, and other environmentally related policies. This was the complete opposite of, the pre- of his predecessor, President Trump's decision in 2017, which was to pull out of the agreement. Then, the next Monday, President Biden launched the $700 billion Buy Americans campaign, which encouraged the federal government to buy more American-made products. This effort, which the president states will, quote, help American businesses compete in strategic industries and help America's workers thrive, which would both benefit the United States and the world economy. Then we get to one of the decisions I'm more excited about, which will 100% benefit all of the students at Bowie, especially those who have a job, and that is the raising of the minimum wage to $15 an hour. This is incredible. Not only does this benefit all of the people who work minimum wage jobs, especially students, this also allows for some people who are going to, having to pay for college and whatnot, earn that money that they need to get a better education. That allows for a smarter and more intelligent generation. Yet another of the incredible executive orders that he gave out in his first couple of days was a call on the federal agencies and departments to prior to quote prioritize actions that provide the greatest relief to individuals, families, and small businesses and to state, 
local, tribal, and territorial governments. And finally, we have the final decision that was made really shortly after his victory that I'd love to talk about. This being his complete uh, reverse of President Trump's administration's policies on immigration. The president issued several immigration-related executive orders on day one, starting with reinstating the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA program, an Obama-era program that shielded undocumented immigrants who arrived in the U.S. as children from deportation. President Trump reversed the program in 2017, crazy enough, four years ago. I know, crazy, but sending it through layers of litigation, President Biden also sent his immigration reform plan to Congress, which outlines a path to permanent residence and citizenship for DACA beneficiaries. Again, want to mention these are children. The president's proposal was met with absolute mind-boggling opposition from several GOP members of Congress, like, for example, Republican Florida Senator Lindsey Graham, uh, Senator Marco Rubio, and Senator Minority Leader Mitchell, Mitch McConnell. McConnell called the plan a, quote, massive proposal for blanket amnesty that would gut enforcement of American laws while creating huge incentives for people to rush here illegally at the same time. To put that in better words, it means more people get to come in, less people get in trouble for getting in illegally. Whether that's a good thing or not, that's up to you, but that's the information. Undocumented immigrants would now be counted as the as part of the U.S. Census, which takes place every ten years, per another executive order. President Biden also revoked an executive order issued by Trump again in 2017 that cracked down on communities shielding undocumented immigrants from deportation. He says, "Quote: Immigrants have helped helped strengthen America's families, communities, businesses, and workforce and economy." infusing the United States with creativity, energy, and ingenuity. He wrote this in his executive order. In addition to targeting policies related to undocumented immigrants, President Biden reversed Trump's policy that forbid refugees and residents from seven predominantly Muslim countries from entering the U.S. The order states the Secretary of State must resume visa processing within the next 45 days. Then, as a cherry on top, President Biden terminated the construction of the border wall. Then, on the other side of the spectrum, the other side has really fallen silent. Ever since the inauguration, both President Trump and his supporters haven't really been crying out for an impeachment or, or claiming that it was rigged. It's kind of fallen silent. Whether that was because President Trump was banned on Twitter and Facebook, that's up to you. But I definitely know for sure I'm sleeping just a little bit sounder knowing that there aren't 30,000 people trying to break into the uh, to the Capitol anymore. But, you know, they're still out there. They're getting round up and everything. But just keep in mind that what's done is done. And if there was really any sign of a stolen, fraudulent election... There's a system in place to handle this. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sure not everybody's quite as interested in the turn of events as I've been, but I greatly appreciate you sticking around. If you have a suggestion or an opinion, 
let me know. Email me at colinbarnes09 at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, colinbarnes09 at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in. My name is Colin. Good night.